quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm glad you're here. I wanted to contemplate this idea um, that I, I think why I want to contemplate this idea first is that it was one of my fears, one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears um, as a parent was to end up having the relationship that I share with my girls mimic the one that I share with my mom. And my mom's a lovely person and she really tries, but um, she and I don't have a very close relationship. And it's one of the things that's you know weighed heavy on my mind and on my psyche is that we don't have a close relationship. And what I feared most is that I would repeat that pattern and have a broken relationship with both of my daughters. And so I you know, I would constantly worry that when they get older, that they won't want to spend time with me. And we hear this often from grandparents and older parents or parents of kids who are older is that sometimes there's this idea of parent alienation where the child chooses not to spend time with or be around their folks because they don't feel, maybe they don't feel connected. There could be a myriad of reasons, but I think there's some sort of rupture in the relationship. And so that rupture has caused a wedge and the child has decided that they don't want to be a part of their parents' life anymore. And it can be so hurtful and devastating for these parents who, in their mind, they've provided everything they possibly could for these kids. They've grown them up the best way they can. They've done what they thought was best in many ways, and yet they have kids who refuse to be with them. And I see it often and I hear it on, you know, on Instagram and Facebook. I hear a lot of people saying, you know, I was an incredible parent, but I have these kids who really don't want to spend time with me. And so this was my biggest fear is that this would end up being me because I don't really choose to spend much time with my mom. And I do spend a lot of time with my dad. And so, and I can, I feel the difference, right? I can really feel the difference in the relationship. And 
what I noticed in my own relationship with my parents is that I'm very connected to my dad and we've worked through a lot of things and he's, you know, sober and working on himself and has really tried to fix the relationship and has come full circle. It has also, also does this parenting ideology with my kids and really is very, very connected to them. And so for us, it feels like a very sacred, lovely bond. And with my mom, it's a wound and a hurt and a place where I never thought I was, um, you know, my needs were met. And even though she's quite lovely now, when I see her for the most part, it doesn't feel the same. There's not that connection. And I think that is why this work for me is so very important and why I know that that is the gateway to a long relationship. So this relationship we have with our kids is ongoing, right? It's hopefully 50 years plus. And so what what is it that will ensure that we will have a good connected relationship with our kids moving forward? Well, I think one of the most important things to do away with is the idea of punishments. And I think um, many parents, you know, in generations past have thought that the best way to parent children is by using punishments, consequences, and rewards. And they've relied heavily on that methodology. And for many kids, now it doesn't mean all kids. So also what I see is that there are kids that are people pleasers and those kids will be probably be friends with their parents no matter what, because they want to please the people around them and they'll do whatever it takes. And no matter what their parents do, they will be by their side. However, there is a group of children or people that are not people pleasers and who feel that these punishments and the rewards are a deep wound and that they really sacrifice the relationship. So we also can't account for temperament. We might have a horrible parent, you know, somebody who's even abusive, and that child who's the people pleaser will still continue to maintain a relationship with their parent at the detriment of themselves. But that doesn't mean that being abusive is the way to parent just because your child is going to maintain contact with you because all temperaments are different. Now, if you have a temperament like myself or my daughter, Esme, you are not going to sacrifice the relationship with yourself to maintain a relationship with somebody that you don't believe has your best interest in mind. So punishments really highlight that idea. They highlight this idea that the person who's doling out the punishment or the consequence doesn't have the child's best interest at heart. And that's how the child feels, right? The child with the strong-willed, sensitive temperament feels as if those punishments are real, um, that they are a real assault against their psyche. So what I have seen and what we know about punishments is that they're not useful and that they cause resentment and anger. And also they shut down the people pleaser, right? So the punishment really shuts the people pleaser down and really pushes them into people pleasing because they don't want that punishment for sure. That is not something that they can endure. So they would just rather be small or be agreeable or you know, just mold themselves into a place where they're not going to upset anyone. So punishments don't work for anybody. They might create a, a people pleasing person to continue to be in a relationship with their parents moving forward. However, it doesn't mean that it's quote-unquote good or it feels good or it's good for anybody. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. 
get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So one of the main things I see is that if you get rid of the punishments and the consequences and the threats and the bribes and the yelling and the things that are detrimental, that is a huge piece of what will promote the relationship moving forward. Now, my mom was not a big punisher or threatener. She was a yeller, major yeller. But she abandoned us at, you know, when I was uh, 11 and moved out of the state and left us with my dad. And so we had no connection. So this brings me to my other piece is that not only do you not have to punish or give consequences or threaten or yell, but you also have to promote a connected relationship. And that's what my whole work is based on. It's based on, you know, one part getting rid of the punishments and the threats and the bribes, but replacing those and really using the ideas of connection. So leaning into play one-on-one time, empathy, setting limits with understanding, and really taking care of ourselves. So those are the main ideas. And then there's offshoots of all of those ideas as well. But using those as a framework to develop your parenting method. So that's all connected parenting is. It's a framework with tools. You take that framework with tools and you apply it to your family and how it works best for you and your family. But it's all based on this idea that relationship is the most important thing in our parenting and that unconditional love reigns supreme. So parents will say, I love my kid, you know, tremendously and unconditionally, but are still punishing them and threatening them and yelling at them. A child interprets that as not being loved when they're threatened or bribed or punished and are yelled at. So if that's happening on a continual basis, then the child is constantly questioning whether they are loved or not. And so they, you might feel as if you're loving your child unconditionally, but is that translating to the way in which they interpret what you're doing? So we want to have a long lasting relationship with our children for 50 years. These two things need to be in place. The removal of the punitive measures and the infusion of all of the ideas of connection on a continual basis. Now, does this mean you'll never, you'll never screw up? Absolutely not. You will screw up. You're going to yell at your kid. You're going to say the wrong thing one of these days. You're going to do the wrong thing, but you're not doing it every day at every turn. And you're doing it less frequently as you move through your journey. 
if you stay on this plateau of, well, I yell about five or six times a week and that never changes and that never gets better, then yes, that can be detrimental. We're always trying to improve. We want to get to a place where we don't yell. We want to get to a place where we're not losing our minds all the time. I can tell you this. I don't really lose my mind anymore. I really don't. And it's because my kids are more regulated and they feel better and they're doing better. And so when they're doing better and they're regulated and they feel better, I don't have anything to lose my mind around. Plus, I'm able to regulate and I'm able to put things into perspective. I'm able to see behavior as a message. I'm able to denounce the use of punishments completely. Like I don't even, they don't even cross my mind anymore, but they did for years. For years, I was like, oh shoot, if I could just send them to timeout. Um, and Esme is on the podcast and she talks about timeout and, and how bad it was, just as a side note. But the idea is that we're improving and we're trying, and we're doing better. We can't stay in a plateau and just continue to do the same thing day in and day out and not make change. We have to make change. We have to grow. We have to transform ourselves and our parenting into something that is better. We're hopefully, we're striving to do better all the time. We're striving to ascend in this parenting journey. And we're telling ourselves we can do it. I, I have a friend who she said to me the other day, you're just so strong. You just, you know, you just do things. You just believe it in and you just do it. And, you know, you have a very interesting and like strong mind. I thought for a second and she was like, I just can't do that stuff. I can't, there's no way I can change my thinking around this. And there's no way I can change my thinking around that. And I was talking to myself inside my head and I, I kept thinking, well, if you have that message in your in your psyche and in your ethos, if you have that message, then of course you're not going to be able to change. If you tell yourself, I can't change, I am a yeller, I am a pessimist, I am a punisher, I am a bad parent, then there is no way that you'll ever be able to evolve. You have to think positively and tell yourself, yes, I can do this. Yes, I want to do this. Of course, I can stop yelling. Of course, I can make great change and transformation. Of course, I can get rid of punishments and denounce the idea of punitive measures. I can because I want to. But you can't sit in your house and get mad at yourself and tell yourself that you can't and and come with negativity and say it's impossible and beat yourself up and also have a negative attitude around it. You have to be positive around it. You have to say, yes, I want to change and I will change because I can, because life is ever evolving and so am I and I'm progressing. So if you want that long, beautiful relationship with your kids, make change make transformation. Take a little step today. What are you going to do today that looks different than what you did yesterday? What connection piece can you come with? How can you love yourself unconditionally? And how can you transfer that love to your children? You can do it. I know you can. If I can do it, you can totally do it. Okay. Here's to a long lasting relationship with the most beautiful people in our lives. You got this. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. See you next time. 